Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. Hey guys, what's going on? I am live. Let's see. I have... I'm sorry, it's always... uh, It's always stressful going live. It's like, is it going to work? Is it going to work? Then I always like to give it a few seconds to make sure it's not going to like stop working. Alright, looks like we're going. Alright, man. So, it's been a while. It's been like a minute. Uh, over a month, I think, since I've done uh, a podcast, we uh, did the Boreal Bigfoot Expo, uh, and that was a, that was a great time. Um, I was a little disappointed in the amount of people that showed up. Uh, the first one we did, we had like 300 people or something, and this one, I I don't think it was quite that many. I think it, we actually uh, had fewer show up. Although I, I I got really busy after the the expo, and I wasn't able to like do um like that we did have they had like a follow-up meeting with the expo committee and all that uh, i wasn't able to attend because i was busy doing other things so i didn't get like the official like count or whatever but uh it definitely seemed to me like there were fewer people at this one than there were at the first one uh even though we had uh more prominent guests uh, dr meldrum was there it was cool hanging out with him <clears throat> although my favorite part of the expo was watching Rob Roy Benzies interact with Dr. Meldrum. That was amazing. Um, it was, <laughs> it was so entertaining. Uh, just watching Rob Roy in general, in general was pretty entertaining. Uh, Curtis says, good evening. Good evening, Curtis. Uh, Curtis Rowe, not to be confused with Curtis Lowe, I guess. Um, yeah, the, that was the expo was great. Uh, it was nice actually getting up to Fairbanks where they were actually having some form of summer uh, because our summer here on the peninsula has like sucked really bad. It's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty rainy. Uh, it's been cold. Uh, in fact, uh, Alex and I were out uh, a couple weeks ago and we're like sitting around the fire in um, jackets and, and like long sleeve pants and and uh, I, I look at I looked at Alex and I'm like, this is July. We should be in like t-shirts right now. Like this is what I wear when I come out in like September, October. So not not having a great summer, uh, a really really wet one. Uh, in fact, a couple of days ago we got so much rain, I was like, oh my god, the basement's gonna flood. I know it is. Like it just we're not gonna be able to handle this. <clears throat> but uh, luckily our foundation drain held out and we didn't. Uh, we didn't have any flooding going on, but I was, I was so worried. I almost didn't even get any sleep because I was just like, oh God, it's going to flood. I know it is. And we've got like these moisture sensors in the basement. So basically if uh, they, they get wet or they sense moisture, it'll send an alert to my phone. And I just kept expecting my like phone to go off with the moisture detector is, is like getting is underwater or something. Um. I mean, we got we got a ton of rain in the last few days. I think about two inches or so in 24 hours. But uh, man, I, I'm glad to be back. I, I was, I don't know what's going on. I was uh, getting ready to, to to go live here, and I'm like, where are my headphones? I, I couldn't find them. I'm like looking around my desk for my headphones. They were still packed because we did the the live episode from the the expo with uh, Rob Roy and Alex. They were still packed in in, in my little, little uh, tote. And I'm looking at all my desk drawers for them. And I'm like, I know I've got headphones around here somewhere. And I hadn't even unpacked them yet. So that's, yeah. I'm like still like getting into the groove of things. Like I'm not, I was gone for like three weeks almost. We did the expo. uh, Had a good time with that. Right after the expo, uh, Alex and I went out to Manly Hot Springs. Uh, It was an area that I've always wanted to check out. And, um, 
I thought Alex would would appreciate it. It's a place where I've I've heard of a lot of activity and I've had some reports come out of there. I had a roadside crossing report to me. I actually had the witness on the podcast. Oh, I don't know, a year or two ago. Um, sound like it's a good it's a good sighting, and um, we actually went to the location where that occurred. Again, uh, the weather uh, up there kind of got a little squirrely on us. And, uh, yeah, it, it was raining. In fact, I don't even think yeah, there's Alex right there. <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, I don't even think I got any like video of the actual like sighting location because when we went out there, it was like starting to rain and like a lot, like heavy. And I was like, Oh God, just terrible. And as you guys all know, I'm a fair weather squatcher. Like I don't like to get out and get too wet. Um, you know, a little rain's fine, but when it's like torrential, like downpours, I'm not in it. I'm not feeling it. Uh, I don't I, I think it goes back to my military days where, you know, th- they always tell you like never get cold, wet, tired, or hungry. And I've just, you know, I've done that enough. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be finally getting like into the groove of things and back to normal and seeing my puppies and just uh, hanging out with them. Although now that I'm back, it's like the dogs have all decided like we're going to we're going to all get sick now. Like we're going to take turns like being sick. <laughs> so uh, Kara says uh, you don't like to get wet and you live in Homer. It actually it doesn't. I mean, it rains a lot here, but not as much as like other places. Um, we went to I went to Huna for like a week one time and I thought it rained a lot in Homer until I went to Huna. It rained all the time. I don't just mean like a little bit every day. I mean, it rained 24 hours a day for like six days and it finally stopped. I think maybe the day we left or something like it finally, like it didn't clear up. It just stopped raining. But, um, yeah, Southeast is, is on another level. Uh, I, I can handle, I can handle Homer's rainy season. I, I can't handle Southeast's rainy season. That was, that was insane. I'm surprised there's not like more people that don't like kill themselves there or like move away. That was terrible. <laughs> it rained a lot. I mean, a lot. It It's rained a lot here in the last few days, but it still didn't rain as much here as it did there. Um, you know, it'll rain here for two or three days and then we'll have like maybe a little break in the, in the rain or something down there. It doesn't stop. It just rains. It does not stop. Um, yeah. It makes me wonder how, how anything, I mean, I know there's like a lot of bears and stuff in there. And uh, it just makes me wonder how they survive when it just rains all the freaking time. Like they just must constantly be soaked, just constantly wet. Like they must, they must, they probably don't even know what it's like to be dry. <laughs> like they've never experienced like a dry coat of fur. But uh, yeah, it was, um, it was an interesting time. We, we went out to Manly. Um, it, it was, it was a good, I think it was good for Alex to get Alex out to Manly because, you know, he, he's kind of, he's, he's been a little spoiled. He's been a little spoiled. I'm not going to lie with the Kenai Peninsula and some of the other places he's been. And I got him up to Manly. I got him up in the interior and he finally, he really experienced what real Alaska mosquitoes are like. Cause I don't think he'd actually experienced them up to that point. And, uh, it, it was kind of funny cause I, I, I kind of, I didn't forget about it. I mean, I had a bug shirt. I have like a mosquito shirt and, I just, I just keep it in my, in my camping gear and I, it's just always there. I don't really think about it. And I didn't, I didn't really think, cause I, I mean, I'm like, oh, he's been up here before. He knows the mosquitoes are bad, but I didn't realize, I guess they hadn't really spent that much time in the interior interior. And, uh, we got there and the mosquitoes were like, like just awful. And, um, they had Alex, between Alex and his brother, they had like one mosquito net. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty bad. I felt bad, but I, I just totally, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think to say, Hey, you guys need to make sure you bring mosquito nets. Um, even with the nets, honestly, they, they were still bad. Um, there's a, I got a funny little video where, uh, we're walking to our tents, uh, Alex and I put up and, uh, I, I was like, uh, Cause Alex had put his tent up and he left the, the, the door open and as he's putting it up, just all these mosquitoes are getting in. Cause I put my tent up with the door shut 
<clears throat> and uh, I made a funny video where I'm like, I put my tent up with the door closed and you didn't. What happened? And I zoom in on his tent and it's just full of mosquitoes. <laughs> he says at least they're dumb and slow and easy to kill. Yeah, but, you know, they overwhelm me with numbers. I mean, that's that's their strength is just, there's just so many of them. And you kill five and ten more show up. It's like, what is that thing? Not the Hydra. Chimera. What What is it? The thing that you kill, you cut off a head and like two more grow back. They're, that's what it's like. And it's just unrelenting. They don't stop. Uh, there, there was like one moment where I woke up kind of early and it was sunny and it wasn't raining and then... I guess it was warm enough where the sun was like keeping them away. And I sat down in the middle of camp and was like, Oh, this is nice. And, and it was like, that lasted for like an hour, I think, or two. And then it was over, but yeah, it was just, it was crazy. So I don't think, I don't think myself or Alex is going to be buying any property near Manly hot springs anytime soon. It was, uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and it's been a while since I've been in the interior like that. So I kind of forgotten too. I mean, I knew the mosquitoes were bad, but I kind of forgot like, how swarmy they were and just how like in your face they were. And, you know, at least I had my like bug suit that I could put on. Uh, but then like, you know, we're trying to cook dinner and stuff and they're like getting, they're like getting in the, in the pan and stuff while we're cooking hamburgers. And I'm sure we probably ate at least a couple of them, you know, it was, it was our revenge. We ate them back, I guess. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. Um, I'm sure, you know, you guys will see it. Alex is going to put the video out. Um, you know, I heard about that roadside crossing and then I heard uh, oh, back, I guess it was back during the first expo, Stephen and Stephen Major and Adam Davies had came and they were talking to um, uh, Uber driver or a taxi driver in Fairbanks and they mentioned that they were here for the expo and the cab driver was like, oh, well, you guys, if you guys are into Bigfoot, you need to check out like Minto Manly Hot Springs because I'm from Minto and there's all kinds of hairy man stuff going on up there. And uh, so I, I, it's been on my list. It's been on my list of places I wanted to check out and finally got it knocked off. Um, if I go back that way anytime soon, probably going to want to take like a travel trailer or something. I think I'm... I'm getting uh, worn out. I'm getting a little too too old and uh, and worn out to just sleep on the ground anymore in the tent. I think uh, it might be time for Beans to invest in a travel trailer. But yeah, we went um, and did Manly. I don't I don't want to get too spoilery because I know Alex is going to put a lot of videos out about these places we went. So I'm not going to get too spoilery about stuff that we found or didn't find or saw or didn't see. Uh, I just want to kind of give you guys an update on what I've been up to. Uh, I've got some little videos I'm going to put out as well. Again, not super spoilery stuff. Uh, just, uh, just some stuff that, that, uh, I experienced while we were out there, you know, just and like the funny little video with Alex in, in his tent and stuff. Rob Roy says, beans, I'll say my truck and camper is small time. I think he means small town monsters. Um, you know, Rob Roy, I, I would take you up on that, but I know you, you've been like, oh, don't get a sliding camper. They're a pain in the butt. So why why do I want to buy your headache? <laughs> uh, I want a travel trailer so that I can like unhook it and go drive around if I want to. So we'll see. Um, we're, we're going back and forth on what we're going to do. If we're going to just buy one up here or if we're going to drive down south and buy one and drive it back. <laughs> because... Um, I'm, I'm assuming they're probably a little cheaper down there. Um, like I said, we're kind of in the, we're in the planning stages right now. We haven't really crunched any numbers or saw, saw what we're going to get. We're just, we just want something kind of small, you know, it's basically like a bed and a little kitchenette and a bathroom. That's my big thing. I want a bathroom. I want a place I can go to the bathroom. That's my, that's my big ask. I don't really care if it's got a shower or not. I just want a place to go to the bathroom. Um, we got done with Manly and, uh, the plan was, I was kind of wanting to hang out with, uh, Alex after that, but then I, we had like an appliance emergency at home, our dryer, which has been like limping along for months now. Um, and I've actually replaced a couple of parts on it. Finally just stopped working. And my wife was like, I, 
I bought us a new washer and dryer. They're in Anchorage. You know, you've got to come through there. Can you please pick it up, bring it home? So I left uh, Manly Hot Springs, drove um, down to uh, Wasilla, spent the night there at a campground. Got up the next day, picked up the washer and dryer in Anchorage, and headed home. And that was a that was an experience in itself. That thing was we uh, switched over to uh, we went from electric dryer to gas dryer and you guys know me i can barely like change the oil in a car and i've been trying to install this gas dryer and i'm just thinking i'm gonna i'm gonna blow up the house like this is it you know this is how i'm gonna go and um it actually it worked out pretty good and knock on wood the uh the house hasn't exploded yet and we've done a lot of laundry in it so far so it it works thank god for youtube tutorials i guess because it was a little touch and go there for a minute. And I'm like, I do not want to have to pay somebody to come and install this thing right now. Because in the summertime here where I live, it's almost impossible to get anybody to do anything. It's like, please take my money. Just give me goods and services. And people are like, nah, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm going fishing. And uh, we've had that happen a few times with stuff like, you know, oh my God, our septic tank has an issue. Somebody please come fix it. And people are like, nah. <laughs> like we'll pay you we have money no <laughs> and that's happened more than once believe it or not i've never seen a place where I, it's been so hard for me to find people to take my money as is living in alaska and it's one of the reasons why i say if you're going to live up here you have to be a little you have to have some level of like self-reliance and self-efficiency because you're going to find yourself doing a lot of things that we'd probably outsource in other places like a lot of places where you just oh okay something's wrong with the sink or the toilet or whatever I'm or my car. I'm just going to call somebody. They're going to come fix it. And that's not always the case here. So we got, um, we got the, uh, washer dryer installed and Alex and, uh, his brother went off and, and did some other stuff. And then we met back, we were going to meet back up and head out to the cabin. Well, <laughs> so I wake up, I think it was a Sunday morning we're going to, we're going out to the cabin to area a and i remember like i was running back and forth i was leaving the house and 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 putting stuff in my truck and like packing stuff and i took a little bit more stuff than i usually do like normally i kind of have like my normal kit like okay this is what i'm taking and this time there were a couple there was some extra stuff that i was taking just because we were going to one we were going to be out there for so long and two there was some like equipment and stuff that we wanted to try out and uh so I was kind of like, okay, I got to make sure I bring this and I got to make sure I bring that. And I got um, the truck loaded up, <clears throat> headed out. It's, and for me, from Homer to Seward, it's like a three and a half hour drive. And I'm driving and I'm driving and I'm just, I'm listening to podcasts and just chilling out, listening to music. And I get to uh, Moose Pass, which is, I mean, I'm literally there. Like I've been driving for three hours. I'm like a half hour away from Seward. And I just have this like, epiphany where I'm like where did I put my glasses and contact lenses and I couldn't remember like where I packed them and I so I was like well I'm gonna pull over on the side of the road and just make sure so I get out on the side of the road I'm like digging through all my stuff and I can't find them and I'm like I'm pretty sure I left them on the bathroom counter upstairs and so I sat there for a second. I'm like, well, I mean, it's not going to do me any good to just go to the cabin. Cause I have this one pair of contacts in and they're only like for day use or like 24 hours or, or so you can't, you're not supposed to sleep in them. You're not supposed to, um, you know, like take them out and put them back in. Uh, plus I didn't have, which I guess I could have went to Safeway or something. I bought like a contact case and some fluid, but again, I'm only supposed to run for 24 hours and I was going to be out there for like two weeks. So like how, how, how much could I push that envelope? Like how much, how much wear and tear could I get out of them before they were just like, they just fell apart. So I'm just like, I have to, I have to go home and get my glasses. And as luck would have it, my wife was going, her family was coming to visit. So she had left Homer even before I did to go pick them up in Anchorage. So it's not like I could call her and be like, hey, uh, you know, can you bring my 
my contacts and glasses and like meet me halfway, it was, I have to go all the way back home. And I was so, like, I got sick of my stomach. I was so pissed at myself because I don't usually forget stuff. Like I'm usually pretty squared away. Like if I forget something, it's usually pretty petty, but this was like super major important. Like I cannot see without my glasses. I can't draw. I'm not supposed to drive without my glasses or contact lenses. And I didn't bring them. And like, what's the point of me going to look for Bigfoot? <laughs> I'm trying to find something. I got to look for it with my eyes. And what's the point of me going out there if I can't see? So I texted everybody and I was like, look guys, I forgot. I forgot my contacts and glasses back home. I've got to turn around and go get them. I'm sorry. You know, like I'm not going to make it. Um, and then luckily, you know, the cabin owner, Scott was like, Hey, we'll, you know, just go get them. And we'll come get you whenever. So I drove back home. So I drove three hours to Moose Pass, three hours back home to Homer, got my contacts and then drove another three. So I drove nine hours. Uh, drove another three hours, three and a half hours back to Seward. And luckily, uh, Scotty sent, uh, sent his friend John to come and pick me up. So I got out there that day, like I was supposed to, but I was so pissed off. I was so, and, and myself, I mean, there was nobody to blame but me. And, um, I'm like, I'm going to have to like start like making a checklist or something or like essentials before I go out the door and stuff like that. Cause I mean, I just, I couldn't, have, I couldn't have win. I mean, thank God I wasn't like catching a plane or something like that. And it was just, a, a, you know, luckily it was my buddy's boat. Then he could send somebody in the boat to come and get me. Uh, but that could have, that could have been, that could have screwed a, a plan up real quick and permanently. Um, and at one point Scott's like, well, can't you just like have your, go to like an optometrist and, and Seward and like buy some of your contacts, like have your wife, like email your prescription and I was like, that's a good idea, but it's Sunday <laughs> and nobody is going to be open. And my wife's not home to do that anyway. So it was, um, it was quite the frustrating moment. Um, you know, luckily, you know, Scotty's a good dude and, and sent, uh, somebody to pick me up in a boat. But, uh, that, that could have been pretty bad. My, and I was telling my wife about it and she's like, well, maybe they can come get you on it. Cause I, somebody had to, to leave on, I think it was Wednesday or something like that or Thursday. And they're like, well, maybe you can like go meet up with them then. And I was like, yeah, that's probably what we're going to have to do. But luckily they were, they were cool about it. And, uh, I still had to drive nine and a half hours to go back and get my glasses and contacts. I tell you what, I'll never forget them again. Probably. Um, I might forget other shit, but I'll never forget those. So, uh, we get out there and this is like, two weeks, man. We're like, okay, this is it. We're going to have two weeks of, uh, cabin time of area a time. And, uh, the first two days oh, was the weather was just amazing. Uh, in fact, I, I was worried at one point I was sitting outside and I'm like, I'm going to get a sunburn. Like I should probably go put on a long sleeves or something because the sun was just like beaten down. Uh, it was beautiful weather. And, that was the, there was pollen everywhere. Like it was crazy. The pollen count this year must've been extreme. Like you could look, look out on the water and just see this yellow sheen, almost like an oil slick of pollen. There's pollen flying through the air. Like the wind would blow and you'd just see this big yellow cloud just fly around. It was, uh, it was crazy. Uh, the pollen count and we get there and all this pollen's flying around and Scott's like, huh, my allergies are really like driving me crazy. You know, like normally I don't have allergies this bad, but all this pollen must be activating my allergies or something. And we were all like, yeah, that checks out. There's a lot of pollen. It's probably allergies. And spoiler alert, it wasn't allergies. <laughs> so Scott had to, to leave to go back to work. And uh, he wasn't, he wasn't feeling great when he left. He was, oh man, allergies. Oh, <laughs> you know, snorting and snotting, coughing. And so he left to go back to work and then, uh, his buddy, John, who's kind of the, he was helping us out and, and taking care of us while we we're out there. John started like feeling poor and poorly and was like, I think I, I'm sick. I think I got what Scott got. And then it was just like dominoes. Just everybody started getting it. And, um, I held out pretty good. Like I thought I was like, Oh, I, 
I'm going to like fight this thing off. Like it's going to like, it's going to, it's going to get me. Like I could tell, like I'm sick, but I'm not like sick, sick. I just, I don't feel great, but I, I got this. I can power through it. And uh, I did a lot of stuff <laughs> that I probably shouldn't have. Like, I mean, we're climbing up and down uh, the, the hills there in area A and just, I could tell I didn't feel good, but I wasn't like incapacitated sick. I think probably what it was, I just willed my, I just willed through it. I was just like, oh, you know, I, I need to do this stuff. You know, I'm out here. I might as well ha handle this, you know, because I got home after the two weeks I got home and I was like, this is the worst I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> and we had these, um, see, I, everybody's sick. Like everybody out there that was out there was pretty much sick. except for like two people who didn't spend the entire time with us. Um, and at one point somebody made a comment like, Oh, I, I, I ate this and I didn't taste it or, you know, was this good? I didn't, I couldn't taste anything. And that was kind of like, uh, that was like, huh, can't taste anything. I wonder if this is COVID. And so I got home and we had some of those, um, we had some like at home tests that we had picked up somewhere like way back in like 2020 when everything was like going on. I think, I think somebody, one of our employers gave it to us. I don't even remember where we got them. And I was like, well, I'm just going to take this just to see. Because it was, I think the day that I drove home was probably the worst day that I, that I was like, I feel really, really bad. So I took the test when I got home and it was positive. And I'm like, I, I freaking, freaking knew it. So leave it to beans to go to like one of the most remote places in Alaska and freaking catch COVID-19. I mean, what are the odds? So it was crazy. Um, I felt like crap and I felt like crap several days. So even after I got better, I still, I had the cough thing. If you guys remember the last time I caught it, like it wasn't that bad, but then I had this persistent cough afterwards where I was just like, I kept coughing and I ended up having to go to the doctor and get something for the cough. And I still had some of that. They gave me like a steroid inhaler. So I ended up like hitting that a few times and that cleared it up after a couple of days. But I still like at one point, Alex and I were out and, he was trying to interview me and I was coughing so much. I don't, I don't think any of that interview is going to be useful. So it was, <laughs> it was crazy. And at one point, yeah, Rob, Rob Boy says, uh, it was a conspiracy. Scott and I were in on it. At one point, Rob was like, Oh, you know, maybe I can come out on this day. Uh, you know, I'll have to shut the store down and, and the gallery down and come out on this day. And, uh, we were just like, don't come, don't come. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that plus the weather it rained a lot out there um there were a few nights that i didn't i didn't even go out because the weather was so shitty yeah it's tough because you're like man why you know you're out there you might as well like enjoy it but at the same time i'm like if I go out there and it's pissing and pouring, I am not going to have fun. Like even if something happened and I come in and I'm like soaking wet, I'm probably still not going to enjoy it. So it was, uh, it was a couple of nights where I just like, ah, eh, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to, I'm going to hang out here. But, um, we were out there for two weeks. Um, we didn't get to do quite everything we wanted to, but we were out there for two weeks, which is, I think the longest anybody's been out there. So you guys are going to have to wait and see, uh, see what Alex puts out to see what happened. I believe it's called dark coast Sasquatch. And, uh, when's that, when's that coming out, Alex, if you want to put that in the uh, comments there so we can, we can uh, promote it. But yeah, that was, uh, that was awesome. Two weeks when the weather cooperated, but otherwise it was really, really rainy. If I had known, like if I had thought that it was going to rain that much, I would have probably like went out and bought extra wet weather gear. Cause at one point, like my jacket was soaking wet. My rain gear was soaking wet. And like the two outfits, my two main outfits that I was wearing were soaking wet. And I'm like, I'm putting on like spare clothing because everything is wet and it's not drying out. So Alex says the first episode is slated for mid August. Uh, just 
getting started on that now. So you guys keep an eye out for that Dark Coast Sasquatch coming out from Small Town Monsters. It's going to document some of the goings-ons that we experienced out of Area A this summer. Our two-week <laughs> vacation, our two-week swim cruise, I guess. But um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was awesome uh, when it wasn't pouring rain. But uh, yeah, we haven't had much of a summer. It's supposed to be getting nicer. Uh, in fact, we're supposed to be going like camping this weekend. Uh, me, my wife, and the dogs. So I'm not going to do probably a ton of of squatching, but uh, probably run some audio or something and take the thermal. But yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Two whole weeks out there and got got sick <laughs> so that's why i did uh, if you guys saw if you follow me on instagram and, and facebook i did the uh if you're familiar with the meme template of uh, bad luck brian he's like the redheaded guy with braces and he's it's like a school photo or something and i don't know where it originated i don't know like how who came up with it but that can it became synonymous with basically like bad luck like this guy's name is bad luck brian and it's kind of like whenever you have bad luck you make a meme with him in it, you know, like, uh, you know, goes hunting and forgets his bullets or something like that. And I thought, man, that is like, that fits it to a T, the, the luck that we had where we went out there to this like remote, super remote location, just a few people out there. And we ended up like passing that sickness around. But uh, Alex says he's got uh, lots of other Alaska related videos coming too. plenty with plenty of interviews from beans. <laughs> I don't know, man, that one, I don't know if you're going to be able to use it because I've coughed so much. Oh, it was terrible. And of course I'm trying to like power through it. Like, I'm <laughs> and I, I, I thought it's going to sound like I'm crying in some of those. Cause I'm like, stop my cough. I'm finally like back to normal for those of you that are not watching and listening on this, uh, on the podcast, I'm using my quote fingers when I say normal, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, you remember I, I mentioned earlier, like, I was like, oh, my dogs are taking turns being sick. I'm like wondering if maybe they caught it too. Cause, um, one of them, I know this is TMI. You guys don't care about my, dog, my dogs probably, but one of them was like throwing up the other day and the other one had, had it coming out the other end. And now I'm wondering like, could the dogs have got like that for me? I don't know. Because uh, somebody the other day was talking about it. Um, oh, it was on Cliff and Bogle's podcast. They were talking about, I guess uh, Cliff had just recently had a bout of it as well. And I uh, was talking about how he thought his dog got it too. So now now I'm in the same boat. I'm like, well, I just had it. And now my dogs aren't acting right. Maybe they're, they've got it too. But they're, I think they're going to be okay. We um, took one of them to the vet yesterday and they gave him some medicine. And he just seems like he's doing fine now. So we're going to make sure... Uh, they're good to go, but we're going to try and take them camping this weekend. I think they'll be fine. And, um, yeah. So what else is going on? I saw an article in the paper I wanted to talk about. Um, it's Alaska related. There's a gentleman, uh, near Juneau that, uh, this is, this was in all the, the major, uh, the news outlets. And I'll, uh, post a link to one of the articles in the, in the podcast show notes. But, uh, there was a gentleman, I believe it was near Juneau. They said he uh, recorded his own drowning on a GoPro. He was out kayaking and he disappeared. He didn't come back. And then they found, I guess, his kayak on the shore. And they started like looking around and they found like his helmet in the water and it had like a GoPro mounted to it. And they said that they he had recorded his own drowning. And... Now, I'm going to preface this. I'm going to say, I don't mean any disrespect to this guy at all. Like, I don't know this dude. I don't know anything about the dude. But as soon as I heard that, like, as soon as I read that, I was like, they found his helmet. They found his kayak, but they hadn't found the, him yet. I was like, that dude's still alive. <laughs> he faked his own death. Because if you think about it, how easy would that be? If you're in a little boat or something and you're on the water and you got a GoPro and then you just, you know, you, you fall out of the boat or whatever, or drop the GoPro in the water. And then as long as it's not pointing towards you, you could get back to shore and then just disappear. But I just thought that was kind of weird how they found, because if the, the GoPro was attached to a helmet, how did the helmet come off 
for them to find it. And then his kayak, of course. So they found everything but him. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Um, I guess this is the cop in me, though. I'm just like, hmm, that's suspicious. I mean, <clears throat> they'll probably... I don't know what body of water he was in. I think it was a lake. I don't think it was the, it was the ocean or anything. So they should be able to find the body, I would think. But uh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. And it's also, you know, it's also one of those, uh, one of those things where, yeah, <laughs> Karis, that's the cop in you thinking. Well, you know, I thought kind of the same thing. Uh, the guy that, that uh, disappeared during the Mount Marathon race, um, that older gentleman, I can't remember his name. Uh, I've talked about him on here before, but, you know, he disappeared and they looked for him for like, 48 hours or something it was it was it seemed like a it seemed like a really short amount of time and then like at the 72 hour mark or something like that his family had like a, a celebration of life for him and that was it and i was like man that doesn't seem like it doesn't to me it didn't seem like enough time had passed and uh, i remember talking to one of the gentlemen one of the firefighters that i know um and, and he, he felt the same way. And he was like, yeah, he probably like left in somebody's trunk and <laughs> they're just, you know, getting some life insurance money or something out of it. But, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's probably horrible to say that kind of stuff, but, um, I can't help but think that kind of stuff when things happen. And then there's just, there's just something about it that doesn't seem right. You know, like the guy with the kayak, they found his kayak, they found his helmet, how did the helmet come off? I mean, they said he recorded his own drowning. Maybe he, he absolutely did. And there's no question to it. Uh, I get, but they're not going to release that footage to the public. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it makes you speculate. Uh, and again, the gentleman at Mount Marathon, um, he, he was only gone. He was only missing for like 24 hours or no, I'm sorry, 48, 72, something like that. And they had like a celebration of life for him. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, it just seems strange to me, but everybody's a little different, I guess. Everybody processes grief, uh, differently. Rob always says cocaine halibut got him. <laughs> yeah. The, the cartel dropped some, they were going to get boarded. So they dropped some bricks in the ocean and the, the halibut are getting into it. There's a, some copyright in that. Don't steal it. It's mine. To write that story. But yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting, but it, it goes to show you too. Like, you know, you can't, Alaska's a harsh mistress. You know, you have to respect her. You got to be careful. Um, I don't know what that guy's, uh, plan was. I don't know if he told anybody when he left, like, Hey, I'm going to be going to this place. I'll be gone X amount of time. I'll be back by this time. Uh, you know, it's something I say when I talk about, uh, survival and safety, you know, be in charge of your own rescue. Um, let somebody know that you trust that you're going to be back at a certain time. Um, yeah, Kara says people disappear in Alaska all the time. And it's true. Although it's not like the million or something. I was on a podcast one time. I'm not going to like name names, but I was on a podcast one time and the guy starts out with like, so, uh, I hear a million people go missing in Alaska every year. <laughs> I was like, no, no, not at all. And then he was like, well, yeah, there's a lot though. Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, comparatively, yeah, I guess it is, but it's not a million. If it was a million, there wouldn't be anybody left in the state, but <laughs> there'd be like, 10,000 people like left in the state going like, where the hell did everybody go? Um, but yeah, Alaska is a harsh mistress and you got to respect her. And if, if you're not prepared, like bad things can happen and they can happen quick. Like it doesn't take much. I mean, you guys, if you've seen, uh, Alex's, uh, on the trail uh, or what was it? The, uh, Alaskan coastal Sasquatch, you know, they they were going out kayaking. One of the kayaks tipped and you know, that only, only, by the grace of, of, of luck, did, did they get out of that? Because the, or well, did the one guy get out of it? Because the boat just happened to come by and see that one of them had fallen out of the kayak and they basically did a water rescue. Uh, and if that hadn't happened, I mean, who knows if the guy would have got to the shoreline. And if he had got to the shoreline, you know, would he have got back to the cabin before hypothermia set in? I mean, who knows? So it, it doesn't take much. It just takes just one little teeny tiny miscalculation to, to ruin, uh, not your, just your day, but your life up here. Um, uh, you know, you can, you can be crossing a, a stream and, and slip on a wet rock and 
that's it. I mean, you're going to get hypothermia and die. There's just not much you can do about it. So you, you've really got to be careful up here. And you've got to, you've got to take all that kind of stuff into consideration. Um, yeah. Alex says scary moment. Ron's we, we, yeah, we've actually like that beach. That's actually the beach where Rob Roy and I, there's a video about it here on my YouTube page. Uh, I think it's called hidden beach area. A, um, we, we've actually taken the call on that Ron's beach because he was the guy that, that uh, tipped his kayak and we, we've uh, kind of unofficially given it that name. And whenever somebody says, oh, it's over by Ron's beach, you know exactly where they're talking about. But yeah, it was um, interesting uh, seeing that in the news where the guy potentially recorded his own drowning. You know, GoPros, the, the batteries in them usually only last for like an hour or so, so um it's uh, i'm just curious what that footage c contains not that i like really want to see it or anything but it's interesting and that's uh if, if you think about it uh what's his name um the grizzly man timothy treadwell i guess he kind of recorded his own ending as well only it was an audio not video <clears throat> yeah ron's beach it's a nice place to visit but you don't want to swim there <laughs> rob you've got a you've got a um You've got to design, make some kind of design, like a like a, a a beach, like a shirt, like a vacation shirt, you know, like you would buy in like Florida or something for Ron's Beach, but make make it funny, like we'll 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 think of we'll think of something, we'll think of some design. Like I came, uh, I came for the Sasquatch, and all I got was hypothermia or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out, but uh, yeah. So as far as the rest of the summer goes, I don't really have anything planned. Uh, it does look like I will be uh, at the next Monster Fest in Ohio. So you guys that are in the Midwest can probably come and hang out with me then. I believe that's next June. Uh, I've already got um, a table squared away there. So you guys can come hang out with me and at Monster Fest 2. I think that's what they're calling it. Uh, as far as I know, so far that's probably my only conference next year i think i'm probably only going to do like one conference a year from now on or something unless unless something really cool comes by and i can do some like really cool squatching nearby oh and there's marshall marshall from selkirk range sasquatch good to see you um yeah and in fact marshall i haven't like i haven't drilled down any travel arrangements yet but i'm thinking maybe after i leave monster fest i might hang out for a week uh, in your guys's neck of the woods. So we'll, we'll see. I'm thinking of doing like a week in Kentucky and a week, uh, in Washington. So that'll probably be my big to do next year. Rob says he's threatening to join me there. Dude, you couldn't handle monster fest. You couldn't handle it. <laughs> no, you should, uh, you should totally do it, man. It would be great. And plus, I think I'm going to do this one solo, so I'm not going to have anybody to watch my table so we can watch each other's tables. Um, but yeah, that's kind of an update. Uh, as far as the rest of this year, I don't really have anything going on. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little, a few like little solo camping trips here and there. There's an area that I'm going to go check out that I've never checked out before uh, in August. And I'm going to spend a couple of nights uh, at this new place and see what's going on there. I've got to do some research into it because I kind of, I, I heard there was a sighting there and I just like, okay, I'm going to go there. And I like scooped up a camp, a, a campsite there, but, um, I haven't uh, really like done any, a super deep dive into it. And I'm also thinking about doing something at that devil's Creek trail. I keep like threatening to do it. Um, and I want to find out why they call it devil's Creek trail too. I, I don't know who would have that information. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool area. Uh, there's been some roadside crossings near there. Uh, uh, Michael Thompson from the Sasquatch tracker had uh, a roadside crossing reported to him. And then that witness has also been on the Bigfoot society podcast and talked about his, um, his sighting there. Um, and then, uh, I did a follow-up investigation to it on Michael's request. So wanting to get out there and do some stuff, uh, Maybe walk the trail a little bit uh, and uh, maybe do some camping out there. We'll see. But uh, this new place I'm going to check out is not too far from there. So it's in the same general area. 
Uh, it's also not super far from the place I usually go anyway, where I actually took Alex um, after uh, Area A. I went out and showed him my my stomping grounds where I heard some vocalizations and found some tracks. And we walked around and had a good time out there. It was uh, a lot less mosquito-y than manly, but still kind of mosquito-y. Uh, but then we had a lot of rain. The rain, I think Alex is the problem. I think they just follow out. The rain just followed Alex around when he was here because it, it rained at Manly. It rained at the cabin and then it rained here, but you know what? It still rained after he left. So I guess he's not the, he's not the key. I don't know what it is. I guess we're just having a, a rainy summer, which hopefully that means next summer is going to be super sunny, but I'm also going to be traveling next summer. So, so we'll see. But yeah, I want to get up, uh, get back out to Eastern Washington. Check that out again. Um, Will's been uh, posting some cool videos on his uh, uh, Grassman 58, and he's got a new channel called Bigfoot Back to Basics. I just started checking it out, and uh, oh, Alex, I forgot Alex drove back because he drove up here. He said they ran into crazy forest fires in Canada on the drive back. Not fun. Yeah. Well, I heard somebody say, I think it was at the expo, I heard somebody make the comment like when when you live in in Alaska or the Pacific Northwest, you basically have two choices for your summer, um, gloomy and rainy or, or forest fires, and you have to choose. Like, you know, you're, it's either going to be this one or this one. Um, I, don't, I don't think we've had a single forest fire up here yet. I think there was maybe a really small one that the forestry... Uh, responded to out east end road and they just like knocked it out like in a matter of minutes like it was just gone it was it was just a brush fire or something that got out of control <clears throat> but um after we had the swan lake fire a few years ago and i was telling alex this while we were out in my area um the the activity just really seemed like it just kind of dissipated and it seemed like the bears had moved in. Although while we were out there this last time, I don't remember seeing, I don't think we saw, there were, There was one point where I saw some bear sign in the middle of the road, but it's not like it was right after the fire. Because after the fire, when I went back in there and I was driving down the road and there was like bear poop in the road, like every like three or 400 yards, it seemed like. Uh, and I had a bear run across the road in front of me there. And normally that place before the fire uh, was relatively bear free i don't want to say bear free i'm sure there were probably bears there you just didn't see them as much but after the fire it just really seemed like the bear activity really uh ramped up and the squatch activity like really ramped down so i don't know where they went maybe they were still there or they went further back away from like the camps and stuff from the human um populated areas or or what but uh yeah yeah well i will be hopefully in in Washington sometime after the monster fest. I think it's uh, toward the end of June. So around the beginning of July, Will and Marshall, I hope to see you guys and uh, we'll get out in the field a little bit. Uh, I'm going to have a few videos coming out from uh, the last few weeks. I've got uh, to sit down and edit some. Uh, most of them are going to be just short little snippets and stuff that, uh, you know, some stuff. I've got a funny one coming out um, with me and Alex here, uh, pretty soon about putting the tent up. I thought it was kind of funny and all the mosquitoes got in Alex's tent, but, uh, yeah, I'll have some other stuff out. And plus, uh, you know, I'm going to go out and do some solo stuff here in the next couple of months. Uh, and hopefully the weather cooperates so I can get out, man. Um, I guess I might have to break down and camp in the rain, but I might melt, you know, sugar melts in the rain, you know, and I'm so sweet, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, guys, I'm going to call it good. I can't believe I got through this entire podcast and my dogs did not interrupt me. I took the little one out all ago before I went live and just like let him go crazy and just played with him. And he just, he came in and he came downstairs with me into the studio and I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. He laid down. He has not moved since we walked in here. He is breathing. Um, so my strategy, my strategy, my strategy worked. I wore him out before I got on here and he, uh, he slept the entire time. So now he's probably going to like drive us crazy for the rest of the night. Uh, we are going to watch the new Justified uh, come out yesterday, I think, on FX, and it's on Hulu today. Um, we'll see. I'm a big, big fan of the 
first Justified, or the you know original like six season Justified that was on FX. Uh, it's one of those great show, awesome show. And I'm a little apprehensive about this new one because I'm kind of sick of this trend where they take all these like uh, characters from the past and then they just make them as miserable as possible and then they pass the torch on to like the new the, the new generation or whatever and uh getting kind of tired of that kind of stuff going on so hopefully they don't do that with with justified with Raylan and they actually like concentrate on the story and uh anyway guys i'm rambling so i'm gonna get off here thanks everybody for watching i appreciate you uh keep your eyes peeled here gonna have some videos coming out over the next couple of weeks and uh gonna be getting out in the field a little bit more hopefully now that the weather seems like it's cooperating a little bit and uh we'll get some videos out for you some some alaska scenery i know you guys enjoy seeing that and uh, some alaska squatching and i will be back to update you guys here pretty soon uh thanks for listening and i don't I want to say keep it squatchy that's i need to come up with a i need to come up with a sign off i don't know just for right now we'll say be safe out there <laughs> all right good night guys